Blog Talk Radio. Everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry on the air, tuning in, and for everybody on StreamYard, hope y'all are able to see everything. I've got David Flowers helping me broadcast since I'm on Facebook restrictions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. All right, so we got Teresa Sayers holding on the line, but um, just a couple of announcements. Let me go on Vibe Time to make sure it's, it's um, public, too, because that messes up a lot. Oh, I hear an echo. That's not going to be able. That's not going to work. All right, so let me cut that down. All right, all right. I see Kimberly, so I'm good. All right, Teresa's on there, but I hear an echo, and I don't. I shouldn't be getting that. Now I can't hear you at all. All right, Teresa, hold on. Y'all, I got Teresa holding, so let's just go ahead and tune her in. Um, Anybody that wants to look for the paranormal events, just go to John Stevens' Virginia Paranormal Events page. I I say that all the time. Um, And you can go to his website if you want more detailed information on what's locally. It's www.virginiaparanormalevents.com. So... It has all the latest things that are going on, and his internet page, as far as his actual website page, I know, right? Don't be jelly. <laughs> I said that for a reason. <sighs> Don't be jelly. Jell. Um, everybody knows as far as what goes on with the the different events that we have, but let me get Teresa on because we may have some things to talk about. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I hear you nice loud and clear. So, yeah, I can hear you fine, girl. I can hear you. I can hear you. And by the way, y'all, this okay. is an X-rated show, so if you have any children tuning in, you might not want to have them tuning in. Just saying. <laughs> Why do you always say that? <laughs> because when I have you on the air, we're always in trouble. It just it never oh. fails. Look, she'll probably have us banned for 30 more freaking days. <laughs> We can't have that happen. <laughs> no, we cannot do that. Look, when I was when David and I was doing the test page for Vibe Time with Jerry, I went to go review my own freaking page and it said you're on restriction for 17 additional or 17 days, and I'm like, oh did they just put me on another restriction after the restriction they just put me on? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. 
I know, right? That's so funny. I don't, I don't think you. I haven't introduced you to David Flowers. He's going to be a co-host right now because I've got him co-hosting this one, and I've got him co-hosting on Paranormal Roundtable next week too. Since I'll still be on restriction, I can't do any Facebook lives at all. So, David Flowers, oh, shame on you. Yeah, introduce. Hello, hi, how David. You doing? How you doing, David? There's kind of a delay, is there not? Yeah, and it's a little. The volume is a little bit low because there was a little bit of an echo in my phone, so I was trying to cut that. But he asked how you were doing, so. Oh, okay. I'm doing good. Thank you for asking me. I'm trying to see the comments too here. Yeah, Kimberly's on here. Hi. Yeah, y'all just. If you come on, just let me see who you are. If you could comment below, we know Kimberly's on here. We know Teresa's on here. So I don't know who I else is share. on here. I shared it out before I came on. Anna. I'm gonna have to share it on here too. Hey, yeah, Nina. Should, yeah, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. I know Gene Wells. It must be moist out, so maybe he decided that he didn't want to be on here. <laughs> Can't be any more than what it was Saturday. <laughs> All right, so Kimberly's going to share. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, David has his nose picker great. in. Just so y'all know. Hi, Shayla. How are you? Oh, she turned you on too? Yeah, I turned him on to the nose picker. I did. I need to find mine. I lost mine. I don't know where it went. I have two of them, three of them. I better buy another. Yep. Yeah. So, all right, girlfriend. So you're also a host of Crossroads, which is on Thursday nights. Yes, with Jody Nettles. Yes, with Jody Nettles. And I'm just a tune-in <laughs> person. Oh, get out of here. You're more than that. <laughs> I'm just a tune-in person. No, you're not. You're more than that. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Hey, I said you're more than that. Kiss ass, Nenny. All right, let's talk. Let's talk psychic. Wait. Oh, no. I got to get my. Wait, wait. Oh my God, you're breaking up so bad. I'm breaking up because I left my phone. <laughs> Can you Don't hear me now? Phone. Can you hear me now? I thought you were going to roll off the bed. I was getting my nose picker so I could be twins. I love Kimberly. Yay, psycho. <laughs> we're psychos. Every time, listen, every time me and Teresa get on here, <laughs> we want to wanna, discuss, we get, her and I get irritated. Every time, because we're all. If we have other shows with other psychic mediums, and this is this is more of a, um, how do we want to put an educational show today? Yes, we get irritated. The right, questions Teresa? that are asked. Yes, the questions that are asked. We would like to answer those questions that people want to know about psychic mediums. Yeah, that that's right. We want to we that that our purpose for coming on here 
is because we want to know if anybody had questions. And I'm not talking about do a reading on me today type question. I'm talking about the medium questions because we get one of the this is what irritates me, (laughs) being compared to other psychic mediums. Don't do it. Yeah, I get, I get, I'll just come right out. Let me just go ahead and come right out and say how I feel about stuff. And if I lose people or I lose followers and I lose y'all, then you wouldn't, you know, friends with me to begin with. Um, <laughs> we are not the same. Not all psychic mediums are the same. To me, there are different levels of psychic mediums. <laughs> and I just, I got to throw that out because. Some psychic mediums can come out right out here on Facebook and they can just do their little thing and do their little readings right then and there, you know. And I'm one, I have to have prep time for stuff, you know. I've got to, like, prep myself um, mentally, you know. And some people, yes, it's like our energies are not the same, our abilities are not the same. Did somebody just say moist? Did I just see the word moist on here? Was that Jean, or was that you? somebody put the word moist on here? Oh, I'll get you I one of these. Not, uh, All right, so let's uh, do our let's, let's do our venting thing because know. we get compared to that a lot. I mean, okay, I'm just I lost <laughs> you completely. You lost? How the hell are you gonna lose me completely? I don't know. Now you're back. <laughs> oh, well, let I me sit real close here. I'll sit like this. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yes. That exactly. If I get put on restriction for twenty nine more days, David Flowers will just run my stuff for twenty nine more days. It's no big deal. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be happy. <laughs> uh, you'll be all right. All right, so let's okay, talk so we talked about this before with being compared to different people being compared to other psychic mediums because they're not all the same. Hi, Desiree. Right. So touch on that subject. Okay. Where do you want me to start at? Wherever you feel like starting at for my benefit. Uh, Most of the the questions you're usually asked all the time, and, and this really gets me. And I know it gets you too because we discussed this before. Uh, if you're a psychic medium, how come you can't give me the lottery numbers? That gets on my nerves. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's one. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. All right. Let's go over that one, though. Go. Okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to go for that one. I'll let you go for that one, and I'll tune in if I need to. First of all, that that is not what our gift is about. That that is not <laughs> when you're reading somebody. Now this this is how it works for me. When I read somebody, I will give the information that is given to me at the time for that person. Specific thing. Um, when the person turns around and says, "Hey, I want to know the lottery numbers. Can you help me out with that?" Uh, no, I cannot help you out with that. <laughs> that is not something you are supposed to know. Now, if you are supposed to know, then possibly it might, it could happen. True. So does it? 
No, you know why? Because then how many people would be rich out there? Think about that one. It's not supposed to happen that way. Right. Well, I think what there gets, was another word. I was trying to think of it uh, for that too, but I I just lost it. I'll get back to that one. But um, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish that, and then I'll get back to that. One. I was going to say that's the one thing that that gets to me, me. But the big thing is the comparison of like different gifts and everybody thinking that we're sure. all the same. I like what Kimberly just said. That's perfectly put. I'm sorry, Jerry. Uh, I just happened to see that. Uh, sort of. You can't trump God's will. That's it right there. That's right, exactly right, it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's well put, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a tendency to be able to word things perfectly yeah. when I spit it out in my mouth. Checks and balances <laughs> would be thrown off. Yeah. And it goes, be, and it <laughs> Look, goes just on did. that yeah, being compared to, I think the one the one thing that gets on my nerves is when somebody constantly asks me, um, am I seeing anything or what am I feeling constantly? It's one thing when somebody asks me what I'm feeling mm-hmm. one time, you know, like if I'm doing something, but when it's like too constantly, I just, I, I have a problem with that too. Uh-huh. That happens a lot, yeah. That's an all, yeah. all the time thing. Yeah, and I and, and like I said, when go ahead, go ahead. Now I was going to say a lot of times, yeah, a lot of the time people want free readings, and they will send you a text and say, uh, "I'm having an issue. Could you tell me how to fix this?" Well, no, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I can't. You know, it doesn't work like that. I can't just say, hey, all right, I'm just going to come right out with it because you want to know. Mm-hmm. I'm, do- I'm doing a job. I'm doing a service for you. So if you want me to read you, you can't expect me to give free readings all the time. And I've had it happen where it's been almost like 24-7. Yeah. With asking questions, you know, they want free answers, and I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the answer for everything because that's, like I said, that's not how it works. Right. That's, we are that's told true. what they are meant to be told. That's it. Right. And some, and show. some things, are, <laughs> yeah, some things right. are not meant to be found out either. That's that's true. That's very true. That, that's from loved ones. I mean, some things are not, not meant for people to know. I get off-the-wall questions from people um, when it comes to readings. I've had people ask me where the money's at, where's the money hidden at, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all you want to know? <laughs> you don't want to know if your right. you know, love is okay or you just want to know where the money's at? So it's you get off the wall stuff with people. Um, yeah, when's my tire gonna blow? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, do you see me getting a new car? Um, well, I don't know. Let's see. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
all the future. It's like, and I and you know it's funny because I had one of my friends on the show, my sister on the show, and um, it blew my mind. Hi, John Sullivan, how are you? Um, it blew my mind the amount of number one people that came out of the woodwork on that one. That just totally blew my mind because I ain't seen them in years. And the amount of people that wanted free, I was like, wow. And then the amount of people that I had already done readings on that felt it necessary to get a second reading, the second opinion from somebody else, and I'm like, mm, interesting. And, and then I had one person. And then someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I actually had a person um, send me a link to another psychic medium in Messenger, and I was like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Hi, John. I hear an echo somewhere. I just don't know where it's coming from. Um, I do too. But yeah, yeah, too. So it's weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't need one either. But you know, I don't, I don't pre- mind helping people. I mean, there are times, you know, um, I will jump in and and help somebody. If I know the situation is, you know, serious, especially to them, and, and it's, you know, heartfelt coming from them that it's, you know, they're just not asking for a free reading. They really do need the help. I will right. do that. I, you know, um, well, that's just who I am, you know. I, and I will do my best to answer their questions. Right. And I've done that too, but I just think sometimes that um, you have to draw a line. Yeah, you have to draw a line. Boundary. Uh Boundary. Yeah, Yeah. on that. So, anybody got Mm -hmm. questions? Free to go. Oh, and free to be boys. Not everyone are born. Not everybody is born a medium or psychic. But guess what? We all have the ability, and you can all learn how to use the ability. It just takes time and practice. All right, but, yeah, but you've got to say that word again, learn. Learn, Similarly, yeah. Uh, and I was talking about L. that. Today. Yeah. Yeah, oh, learning. I missed that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we were, oh, yeah. We were, we've been messaging pretty much all day. <laughs> Back and forth. So, after, well, the more about, you practice, the more you learn, right? The more your ability grows. Yes. Right. Or if you hang around somebody like me long enough, then you become one of these <laughs> three people. <laughs> okay. Oh God, help me. Okay, you don't know what I'm holding up right now. It's you become more metaphorical. <laughs> what was that? Metaphorical? He didn't say anything. I said you become more. <laughs> you didn't. You become more metaphysical. Ah, I thought you said meta. Meta. Never mind. <laughs> what the hell did you think? <laughs> metaphysical. Like, you know why you broke up? And that's exactly what it sounded like. Oh my God, that was okay. Never mind. The gutter, Teresa. We are on. 
I vibe time with Jerry show, and it is supposed to be positive with no kids allowed, X rated, but that, no. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Say now. metaphorical. Oh my God. Okay, I'm done. Oh my God, what is wrong with you people tonight? It's got to be the retrograde that we have two more days left on. I think it is. Yeah, it probably is Unfortunately, messing everything up. Unfortunately, I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini, so it's really messing with me. Yeah, Kimberly, hell no, there's uh-huh. a stay right here with you. The dirty buy with me. It's lonely on top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if David Flowers knows what he stuck his foot into <laughs> when he decided to help me with this vibe time with Jerry Page, and you got two females on here that stay in trouble. Plus, you got Kelly, okay. who's like behind the scenes putting all these messages out here. It's, it's almost reminding me of the Boobitch event where the husband was like, oh my God. What did I volunteer to come in here for? And he ended up leaving our conversation because we were talking. I, I try to tell people women talk worse than men do. No, we <laughs> they have don't have to do what we conversate about. <sighs> Lord have mercy. We are innocent. We have always been innocent, please. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We're not innocent angels that can do no wrong. Here's another misconception. We don't always see spirits, okay? We don't see them, not all of us, like a human sitting in front of you. I see spirit in my mind's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you see spirit? Um, Both. I see it in my third eye. Um, I see it both ways. I see See? it with my own eyes. And then when I'm trying to go to sleep at night, they come into my third eye. And then I, it's it's both mm-hmm. ways for me. Yeah, I've seen them in my peripheral vision. I have seen things straight on, weird things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, usually, you know, when I see spirit, it's usually with my third eye. Yeah. Kimberly, Kimberly says she only sees the ABC store. Yeah, that's all she sees is the ABC store. She don't see nothing oh else but the ABC store. We're all going to be drunk before vibe time is over with. Shit. Oh, wait, who's drinking? Can I have one? <laughs> okay. Thanks, the only Let's one drinking see. on the show right now is David Flowers. And it's probably water. All right, so we were talking about um, seeing spirit with uh, our mind's eye, and you have seen them. Um, besides you know, your mind's eye, both ways, yeah. Um, we can hear them speak to us, but it's usually in our own, own, yeah. I can't even talk to them. I don't know what the hell is going on. It must be this retro king. I can't wait. You're fired. Get the words out, for God's yeah. sake. You know, what the is show it? ain't. The second? Is it the second? It's done. Please say it's the uh, second. It'll be over on the second, but we just. Yeah. Oh, good I Lord. I'm having a hard time. But anyhow, uh, yeah, I hear them, you know, like with my own voice when they speak to me. It's more like a, a telepathy thing. It's, it's pretty cool. 
And uh, with the mediumship, I can take on mannerisms of the deceased, which is really interesting and cool. You have to be careful with that, though. Yeah, and I don't um, know with, with you, the spirit, like when they communicate with me that way, their pitch is a little bit higher than, you know, like me and you are talking. It's a whole different mm-hmm. It's a whole different tone. It's almost like a high pitch, fast right. talk, if that makes sense. Yes, so you really have to tune in and listen. Yes. Um, so they'll show me colors, words, letters, pictures. Right. They'll tell me, you know, what they look like, you know, if they have blue eyes, if they have dark hair, you know what they're wearing, you know, sometimes they'll just show me the color color of the clothes that they're wearing. Or I believe that. Show me what's that? And it's that I missed. Aliens. I believe that. I I honestly believe uh, that. Yeah, I have a whole collection of them. I don't know why I collect them, but I like them. Little alien things, little anything little aliens are Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We won't get into that subject on this show. No. That's that's it's not that's the a show for David no. Inc. <laughs> yeah. I'll be ready to take my eye on a journey. I took a journey today. It was very interesting. Except I had to gasp for oh, air. I I, I didn't think I was gonna come out of that one. Weird. Um and we can't always be in tune with spirit 24-7 because we would be completely drained and useless. Well, yeah, at one point um, at one point, I did have spirit come to me 24-7, and I had to, I had to get an appointment book, and I had to um, schedule appointments with them because I was, I was losing sleep. I mean, once they realized that, I was able to see them and talk to them, you know, be able to communicate with them. They were just like, it was it was constant, and it was almost like they were shoving each other out of the way to, to speak. And finally, my mentor, Katie Bug, was like, you need to stop, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I, my process was as if I didn't help every spirit that came through to me, I was going to lose my gift. That's what I kept telling her. And she's like, you ain't girl. She's like, you ain't never going to lose that gift. She was like, you no. talk to them, just talking to me, you set up your boundaries, and you schedule them with an appointment. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't think we're on those lines, Kim, with we're, ta- we're talking about being bombarded and not mm-hmm. – and, not setting up a boundary because we know that spirit is around us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, And, I mean, that part we know, but I didn't like the bombarding part of what was going on and the fact that I would try to go to sleep and would run their finger up my back or poke me in the back or smack my foot to wake me up. I mean, I've had those things happen, and um, it's not fun. How about pulling it, it, in bed with I, you? That's great too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have had that happen Grab on one feet. occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I have had my feet grabbed. I have had my throat grabbed. Um, and I think that's the worst feeling is when something is uh, on you, grabbing your throat, and you can't do nothing. And I have had that happen mm-hmm. three times maybe, three times. Mm. And it's a feeling because you can't move. Yeah. That almost sounds like a, a sleep uh, paralysis type thing. I yeah. know I used to suffer that um, quite a bit. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I haven't then, had it. Oh, that would happen. But oh, you know yeah. what, though? I know, oh, when I'm, I know when I'm going into it, that type of um, sleep paralysis, because I get to a point I have to shake my head because I'm try- I can't wake up. I don't know if that makes sense. It's I know when I'm going to get to that point, it's a certain tone, and I can't I can't explain it. I just don't like it. Yeah, it's almost it's almost something where you will not wake up from. Kim, I don't I don't know. Kimberly's pretty good at understanding what I'm trying to say. It's at a point where um, I'll hear a certain tone, and then. Uh It's almost like everything wants to tune out, everything wants to black out, and then I try to, I'm trying to shake myself to wake up before I go into it too too deep because I know I won't wake up. I know I'm not going to wake up. I, I, she'll be able to explain it. I think I I I know she knows what I'm trying to well, say because just I said something from old folklore, which is yeah. That is exactly what they used to say. And then it ended up uh, becoming demons sitting on top of your chest and so forth. Yeah. Um, Ew, I swear I've had some creepy things. Uh, I've had it where they crawled on top of me. They looked one way and then all of a sudden changed into something else. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. Yeah, where they change into something else. They morph into something. Yeah. But yeah, I Yeah, I don't I don't know how to explain the the tone that I get when I know that I'm gonna go into a deeper sleep than what I should. Mhm. In other words, I, I would stay in the astral realm. I, I don't know how to explain that, but I have had it, and it's a certain pitch in my ear, too, and that's when I know, and, um, yeah, that's when I know. Now, is the negative usually for uh, your left ear, or, uh, because that's what happens to me, the the left. Yeah, it's in my left ear. As soon as that goes off, yeah. Warning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything's in my left ear. I'm. I. I guess I need to go back and get another hearing test done because they say I lost hearing in that ear, but I'm not buying it mm. because it's. That's where I hear everything at. That's where I hear um, spirit at. That's where um, my main pitches for me to tune in to be able to hear spirit to begin with. It has a certain tone to it. Like right now, now usually, it's got a very low tone. I have two tones going, two, three tones going on in there right now. 
Now, see, that would be my right ear. That would mean uh, when it happens on, with my right ear, that would mean that, you know, it's it's something good trying to come through. But my left ear yeah. always means there's something bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, my left learned. all my stuff is at, but stuff has been coming into my right ear a lot lately. When I was at the manor house yesterday, I walked upstairs and a high-pitched tone hit me in my right ear. And I'm just like, what is that? Because I'm not used to having a pitch in that ear at all. And I was like, I'll get a, a pitch in there. But it was it was a very um, high decimal pitch. And I just, I'm not used to that. So I didn't know what that tone was. Um I don't I don't know why I had it to be honest with you in the right ear. But I do know that I used to have to tell cello that if I um jolted in my sleep to wake me up because I knew I wasn't going to wake up. No, it's not that. It's not tenton it's not that. It's not the tendonitis stuff. Yeah, I'd like it, to say that too, but I know it's not. Yeah. Um I, I, I've had that, and I had that for months when I got the vertigo, so I kind of knew what that annoying shit was. This wasn't it. It was like something was trying to maybe come through. I, I, I don't know, but I know what the tension, I know what that is. It's annoying. And I know the now different tones. Was, question. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I saw what Kimberly put there. What so happens you, underwater? Now, for me, underwater, it gets muffled. Now, if I walk into a place, uh, now for me, with a negative situation, my ears will get muffled as if I am underwater. So that's interesting that she brought that up. My ears clogged. Has that clog ever happened under- to you, Jerry? Yours clogged underwater. Mine, mine clogged up underwater. Um, <laughs> no, the only funny. time I hear muffled stuff is when I deliver a message from spirit and I'm forced to listen to muffled music, or if somebody that I know may have passed away, that loved one plays muffled music, <laughs> and then I have to listen to it until I find the right person. That's the only time stuff like that happens to me, or I might be at the museum and I and I hear muffled music, muffled tones, but yes, not like it's underwater. Interesting. See, talk about that you differences. Know what you say? Hey, shut your mouth. There's an example of differences. You know, we are all different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, I don't claim know, to be Kimberly. A- you have no. Don't don't me, get her. So I, she, please don't. She, shut your mouth. Be quiet, okay. Teresa. Don't. All right. Don't. All right. I'll shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, <sighs> love you, Kimberly. And I love this. People want to know the differences be- between psychics and mediums. Uh, knows- I, I love this. All mediums are also psychic. Not all psychics are mediums. So you hear that one, right? Um, like I said before, I can connect with the deceased and um, I can take on mannerisms of, of the deceased when I'm in a session. 
so I can tap in to them as they come through me. But like I said, you know, you have to be very careful with that. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be very careful. Who is really coming through? Yes. Yeah, I, I said that I was blessed today. I really did. I had a little old man come up to me today, and we were talking about blessings, and I know damn good and well that I'm a blessing, and I told him that. We we know. I, I say that too, Kimberly. My confidence is so, people get mad. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Run with it. Now, well, I, who's complaining? No one. I, so, here's. Damn it, girl, I'm on the other part of psychics and mediums. You ready? <laughs> yes, I'm cutting you off. You ready? It's not your show. Please. Damn it. Oh, I'm you sorry. Go ahead. All right. Time with, Shut up. What, just because it says vibe time with Jerry? Really? You think it's your show? Oh, my God. No, seriously. No, it's David um, Flowers' show David right Flowers. now. I'm just a fill-in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Um, they usually answer questions like about love life. Uh, am I on the right path? Uh, do you see a change in my job or, you know, things like that. That's more the psychic part. I hope that explained that one. Can, uh, uh, can you go over that again? Okay. Psychic. Okay. Um, usually answer questions about love life. Um, am I on the right path? Uh, job changes. Am I going to meet this significant other? Um, that's usually the questions that psychics get. True. Or should I, should I say answer? Psychic's answer. True. I think we scared David Flowers oh my off God. my sh- <laughs> I can't take you seriously with that thing up your nose. It looks like a tampon. <laughs> oh my God. Are we on topic or are we off? <laughs> you're fired. I don't know where I'm going now. <laughs> I don't know where the hell you're going at. I don't I don't know where you're going at, Teresa. What the hell? I don't know where I'm going at now, except that you had a tampon up your nose. A shame on you. That, that was a tampon <laughs> shoved up my nose. Y'all know damn good and well it's one of my nose pickers. See, that's not even you know, good either. Nose picker. I over to the word tampon now. She is right. Tampons are good for first aid kits. That is true. Yes, I'll agree with you on that. Oh, my God. It is true. If you get a nosebleed, stick it up there. Yes. Exactly. They are the best thing. I hope everybody has one in their first aid kit. Very good, Desiree. Good point. If I get banned from 30 more days, I'm going to come after you. You are hunting me down. Oh, my God. David Flowers does not have one in his first aid kit. What the hell? Oh, my God. I thought everybody knew that. 
get lots of them. <laughs> no, gauze is not good enough. There's nothing. No. Seriously, there's no. nothing better that absorbs fluid than a tampon. Honestly, that's the truth. Uh, a, do- a doctor will use that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does Ray David will get you one? <laughs> see, see, women women are good for something. I'm telling you. See, he's never gonna come back on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are way off track. <laughs> so Jerry. <laughs> Shoved up his ass and working at David Flowers. Oh, oh my God. God. says he ain't dealing with tampons right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let me get him out. <laughs> I got one. in our pants. <laughs> it's coming. I said, <laughs> so I said, I said when I did my Facebook, when I had to do my Facebook video, I when I posted stuff earlier, I don't know what happens on, on my show. I mean, we could be talking psychic, and then the next thing, we from psychic to tampons. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're all adults here. Are we? <laughs> I don't know. At this point, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Any I don't know. hope not. Sure, we're not. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. What else, what else POs you about misconceptions here? What? What's another misconception from you that you don't like? Like the pan, tampons, you're not pregnant. Ah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the funny thing is is we're sober <laughs> we're drunk I know. about this that's the worst part 
drunken vibe time with Yuri. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't think I'd be laughing this hard. I can't believe it. Oh my god. Okay. I don't know the other misconceptions. Okay. Um, oh, we had a whole I think bunch the misconceptions is just them all. Yeah, being compared to other people, like I'm my own person. You play, you play a tampon as an adult. <laughs> now, right now, I'm playing my what tampon. I need a finger. No. We'll be more professional <laughs> next week on the roundtable. I promise. <laughs> Oh, well, that figures I won't be there next week, and I'm trying. I'm not being professional tonight. I'm sorry. I don't know what I am today, but it's not professional. In a, in a stressful world, you have to laugh. Thank goodness for it's that. Healthy yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just something for you. Honestly, I think it's been coming, so I'm glad. I'm glad you even have tears in your eyes, so that's good. Uh, I know, right? I've been doing that a lot lately. I mean, David Flowers falling into that grave Saturday is what started the whole thing. Trying to do that good <laughs> deed for the whole <laughs> with Don Mark. <laughs> the slow fall. <laughs> He'll mm. never live it down, ever. <laughs> that was the yeah, one I'm thing. I'm sorry, David. I did hear about that one. And, you know, I'm really sorry that I couldn't be there to help you out of there. See, I would have been nice and not laughed at you. I would have helped you. That's the type of person I am. Yes. She's lying. See, she, would laugh, she, she would just stand there and laugh at you, and, you know, I couldn't have that happen. And if you believe that, I'll tell you another story. <laughs> I, I, have, I have to admit. Jerry was actually concerned about me. Yeah, yeah, I, I was. I actually hurt myself. She was. <laughs> Kimberly, she you, you, you she just was. didn't see that whole slip moss. You didn't see the whole slip of that. I mean, oh, my gosh. Jody's right. I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just said you're lying. She's lying. No, she wouldn't. She would have busted out laughing and she would have left her ass laying there. <laughs> In a hole. <laughs> I would have said, Jerry. How are we getting them out? <laughs> yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm not doing any reading tonight. Teresa and I are really discussing um, the misconceptions of psychic mediums, but I'm sure if you message her on, you want your page out there, Teresa? Sure. It's Wisdom Angel Oracle. Wisdom Angel Oracle. Can you type that in? Are you able to type it into the comments, girlfriend? Yes. Yes. Yeah, type it in the comments. Wisdom Angel Oracle. That is her page. Um, but I appreciate you tuning in. We're talking about the different, like, misconceptions of psychic mediums because we're compared to, thank you, we're compared to so many, everybody thinks that a psychic medium is the same, and not everybody's the same. Like a lot of my readings come through Reiki. And sometimes when I'm mm-hmm. out in public, things come through that way. But it's not a, I don't know how to explain it. It's 
a switch on, switch off, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I can switch stuff off, but I have to I have to prep myself for stuff. I don't just go right out and do that like some people mm-hmm. are able to do that, and I just don't do that. Misconceptions I about remember. tampons. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Sorry. Kimberly <laughs> is still on tampons. Um, She's stuck. I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I was at physical therapy, and there was this man there, and there was a young man that was standing behind him who was deceased. And every time I went, I kept seeing, well, not young, no, it wasn't a young man. It was an older man. I'm getting too mixed up. It was an older man. And Mm -hmm. um, all I kept thinking was, oh, damn, this guy has a message. What do I do? Do I tell this guy? Do I talk to the deceased guy, you know, and, and try to connect and give the message or what? Right. And so a week went by, and I kept seeing it, the guy, you know, standing there next to the other man. And finally it was like I heard, you will know when to tell him. Right. right. And, I, and I, you know, I kind of I let it go. Well, here come find out. We signed out together, and we ended up at the front door together, and guess what? the message came through that the guy needed to hear about the the guy who passed. That's interesting. And I lost Jerry. Yeah. 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 No, it was right very here. interesting. I was... And then yeah. after that, when I went back, uh, it didn't happen again after that. Uh, you know, the message was received. The other guy, believe it or not, um, was very pleased to hear what I had to say because I was a little nervous to tell him. But right. after we got done talking and explaining things to him, he understood, and uh, he's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I really needed to hear that. And uh, there were some messages that he needed to pass on to uh, the guy's loved ones, and he was very grateful for it. And it was it happened to be something that they really needed to know. Right. And that's happened to me a couple of times, like um the guy that I met today, he wasn't deceased, he was alive, I went to go get my car done and um he just out of nowhere started talking to me about astral travel. It was almost like we knew each other. And I mean it came mm. out of nowhere. I mean, just literally out of nowhere and um has nothing to do with psychic stuff. It's just I, I kind of right. looked at him and I, I'll see you again. I kind of I felt like I had already known him um, from mm-hmm. somewhere else. And I told him I just you know I said I'll see you again because I know I will. I just mm-hmm. I just knew in my bones that I'll that I'll be running into him again. And he asked me um, <clears throat> if I had a card, so I gave him my card. I gave him two cards because I gave him mine and then I gave him one from. Um, Virginia Paranormal Occurrence Research stuff. Yeah, his card too. <laughs> oh yeah, you'll yeah you'll definitely be in touch. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I knew that I was gonna uh, 
continue to talk to him. I know it stumbles. It's it just it doesn't flow out of my mouth. Not even on the tour, I struggle. How would you like to be at a dealership? And the guy, uh, the guy that you're sitting there trying to, you know, work out a vehicle with, all of a sudden their deceased friend comes, and, and they have a message for him. Yeah. yeah. I'm oh, like, I, oh. oh my God! Oh, it happened! Oh, it happened! And he was persistent. Yeah. Yeah, I and like the way things. Yeah. I don't like to do well, that. But when they get persistent like that, it's like now's your opportunity because you're not going to get another one after this. You know what I mean? And I had to do it right then and there. It happened. And the guy's like, right. what are you, some, what, some kind of psychic medium or something? I'm like, give me that message out of nowhere because, <laughs> you know, that's not what I do. <laughs> well, guess what? I gave him the name of his friend. I told him what he looked like, and he brought up a picture. And there's no way, no way I could have known that name because it was one of those names. It was a nickname I should not have known. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I'm I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. But it was just really cool are. how it happened. And <laughs> <laughs> I could tell wrong no, with you. Just, no, no, I don't pat myself on the back. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. I, let me let me clear rectify I, a couple things. I don't go looking for stuff. I don't go looking for um, spirit like that. Right. I do let them come to me. I don't channel. And that's where people get upset with me at is that I'm not, I can, I could if I wanted to, but I choose not to. So if they step out and have a message, I give it to the person. If they don't step out, then they don't step out. I'm not one that sits here like little Teresa Caputo with her little book, you know, (laughs) I don't do that shit. Okay, I just need to make that clear. Now, I will auto-write, and I can't help that because they'll wake me up, tap me on my back, and they'll be like, okay, I need you to write something, and I'll try to go to sleep, and they'll be like, I need you to write something, and I'm like, fuck, you know, and then I'm like, well, I need to know who that message is going to, and you're going to have to show me what, you know, certain things that make you validate yourself as a person before I write any damn thing, you know, that's my attitude Mm -hmm. because you're waking me up or 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, asking me to do that. Um, right. So, yeah. But I don't, I, like I said, I could cha- I've channeled twice, three times, that's, and that's it. Yeah, I don't, and like I said, with that, mm-hmm. you have to be careful. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And when you're with people, mm-hmm. they have to know what to do. Yes. Because something can go very that, wrong with exactly. that. Exactly. So that's I don't, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. It's scary, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, so. Yeah. And, you know, Jerry, you mentioned this before. You're you're a physical medium just like I'm a physical medium. Um, that's, I'm going to, I'm just going to put it out there. It's a bitch because you feel how they died and, and, um, you you pick up 
Here's one. Um, oh, God. I was doing a reading. And you got about three shit, minutes they, to explain shit. Go. Yep, they, should, they showed me how they, they passed, and they yeah. hung themselves in. And they showed me, yeah, the rope around their neck. And I was feeling it because I kept grabbing my throat. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, can't breathe, you know. Horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. And you can get, you can actually get sick. Yep. Being a physical medium. Because you take on so much shit. Right. Does that make sense? Because I know we had this conversation before and you, yeah. Yeah. That's why I missed the, um, one of the crop, um, investigations. Because I had a, a soldier jump into my car and sit with me, and they, as soon as I hit the Yorktown Bridge, which is off a, you know, it's in a battlefield area, because I know you're, you don't live here, and um, he got in the car with me, and I, I had him for three days, three days. I remember and you I, talking about that, was, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, and mm-hmm. listen, I invite my skeptics too. You know, um, I don't, I don't have a problem with a skeptic because I can't, I can't explain what I have. I just know what I have, and I'm not going to sit over here and argue with people. I'm not going to sit over here right. and get into a debate with people because what exactly. I have is what I have. And if you don't take me at face value, I don't give a fuck. Honestly, I'll just come <laughs> right out and. I don't care um, at that point. I And my skeptic people, I don't mind at all. You know, mm-hmm. that's what makes the world a beautiful place is that you have people like us and then you have, you have to have your skeptics, you have to have your non-believers, you have to have that. But um, mm-hmm. the only thing I am going to say about I'm not here to try to prove myself. Respect what you. I do. You don't do I'll that. I'll be beautiful, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, I am going to exactly. say that you know, I'm not disrespectful when it comes to when it comes to people, but I'm not. No. Somebody wants me to explain the science behind what I have, I can't. Um, and I, I call me phony if you want to. I don't give a fuck about that either because I know I'm not. When I do things, I do it wholeheartedly, right here. Mm-hmm. That's why I much there. Um, From the heart. Art into everything. That, yes. So, and there's some people out there. They're just out for themselves. I ain't gonna name them, but they're they're probably tuning in tonight. They're just out for them. They don't they don't give a fuck about nothing else. Well, like I said, oh yeah, oh I know you. I I know you can be a dick too. I I know. (laughs) Let me check my thing. Got 17 (laughs) seconds, Teresa. Okay. I got to. I got. I'm gonna. Premiered on a second, but I got to get off a of blog talk. That time went quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it did. But let me get off a of blog talk because you can always. Let me see. You can all. You sh- well, no. Yeah, you should be able to call me on my cell phone too. But yeah, let me get I'd off a of blog. Brian, don't care. More. Yeah. <laughs> All oh right, let me get off of here. I forgot about that. Okay. Yep. Bye. Love you. Thank you, everyone. Love you, too.
There we go. Hello, all you freaks out there. This is Ryan. And Ghost. And Ghost over here. Perfect co-host for Paranormal Show. I just put the vibe. Definitely. I uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it tonight, (laughs) to be honest with you. Last night, it was rough. Man, I could not stop coughing. I was supposed to have a show on Sunday night, but uh, yeah, it didn't quite work out. I I seriously could not complete a sentence without coughing. And I might do the same thing tonight. I'm feeling pretty good. Listen, that's not sick. true. I'm feeling better than it was yesterday. So, steady progress. It's a supernatural news. It's an easy, easy show to do. Lots of talking. So, maybe I maybe I spoke too soon. Maybe, <laughs> I, maybe it won't be that easy. But, you know, it's, it'll be fun. First time, first time, we'll talk about one of my hyperfixations. Exactly. And I'll just sit I'll just leave the room. You can talk for a few hours talking, talking about that. You know? That'd be fun, right? So, yeah. I don't, I don't know about it. I don't know about anybody else. You can get your issues out. You can, you know, you can. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to have uh, Helena King come on the show tonight. She's um, was in calling from uh, Britain. 
and we're going to talk some of these uh, some of these stories that that we uh, we're going to read tonight because they usually end up being from England or Britain. But she's sick too, and I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to be a good idea for us to be sitting there hacking up a lung whole podcast because you know, we got thinking about the people actually listening to the show. Like, we find the Toby's sick season. We find to talk to her, but people listening to the podcast, all they hear is <laughs> so you might only have to hear one person coughing instead of two. Although she coughs in a British accent, so that might be <laughs> a little more fun listening to me cough. Hacks and British. Yeah, she yeah, probably hacks her hacking up a lung sounds a lot more sophisticated than my <laughs> hacking up a lung does. So. You know, we feel like, did we just do Supernatural News Show not too long ago? Yeah, I think we, like, improvised the last one and did it. That's right. It didn't seem like it was that long ago we did one of these things. But we had to do some new articles. We have some new articles to read, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, first, I want to thank everyone for coming out, uh, whoever came out to the, uh, to the uh, memorial, uh, memorial Day flag placing. We did, a, did that. Oh uh, yeah, on at at the Woodland Cemetery on Saturday. That was fun. We had a lot of cool people come out. Um, thank you, Jerry, Rich, Jerry, Jerry from Vibe Cemetery. She came out with her son. Our friend Gene Wells came out. Um, there's one lady that comes out. I think her name's Debbie. I always forget her name. So I see it twice a year. <laughs> and I always forget her name, but she's she always comes out and supports us and. She's the one who brings the flags. I'm really sorry for forgetting your name again. I've been sick. Um, again, thank you, Dennis, for, uh, you know, being out there and telling the history and getting us all, like, motivated to go out there and place flags. You know, not that we weren't motivated before because we were there. Obviously, we were motivated to be there, you know. But he's always really good at – Hype man. Yeah, well, tell, given the history of, of the location, you know, and – um and talk about different soldiers that are buried out there and stuff like that. So, um, oh, it was a fun day. It only took a couple hours to get done. Uh, we had the the Channel Six was there. Mm-hmm. They interviewed Dennis. He was on there. Apparently, you can see me in the background, oh. walking around, placing flags. And uh, we had Richmond Times dispatch there too, but I don't know if they actually did an article about it. So I was looking for it. Mm-hmm. I did not find it. So unless it's like held back or something. Maybe I don't know. We'll be back there in November for Veterans Day. So if anybody wants to come out, listen to this podcast later, listen to it right now. You know, come join us in November. Whatever. I was just shoot. Lock it in remote. Microphone. I tell you what. I'll tell you the day we're gonna be out there right now. Let's see. You gotta find it. I need to give them a calendar. <laughs> I will tell you right now. Five right now. Later. Yeah, if I learn how to use my my, so it would be to do it would be the day probably the fifth Saturday November fifth would probably be the day we're doing it because that's the Saturday before Veterans Day. Veterans Day is on Friday the eleventh, so it'll be Saturday, November fifth is when probably we're probably going to do it, or the twelfth. But that's the day after Veterans Day, so I'm going to do it the day after. I want to make sure the flags are on there for Veterans Day. So all right. Saturday, November 5th is when we're going to be going out there for that. All right. Enough of that stuff. And let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else we have going on they need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Not really. Nothing really going out the cabin. 
Um, nope. If I think of it, I'll let you know. But right now, I don't think I think that's all we have going on. So let's see. I think it's share screen. Okay. All right. So I'm going to. I get this thing. There it is. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm recording the meeting. Oh, well, I'll just do this then. I hope this works. I'm trying to share the screen using my Zoom Zoom screen, so I think this is this is going to work. If not, then I'll just have the audio podcast. Whatever. Yeah. What happens happens. Yeah. So we're we're on the mirror here. Mirror.co.uk. It's a British newspaper. It's always the British ones. It is. Apparently, this is like the uh, this is like the uh, the British National Enquirer or something. Hmm. Let's see here. Which one do we want to use first? The abandoned Victorian. Let's read this one. It's the biggest one. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go big. Mm. This is by Declan Carey, a news reporter. The abandoned Victorian railway station haunted after mysterious deaths. An abandoned railway station is said to be haunted as and it has a rather sinister past. Opened in 1910, Mayfield Ra- Railway Station, Manchester, was designed as an annex for the city's London Road Station, which is now known as Manchester Piccadilly. It was hoped that the four platform flat that the four-platform station would reduce overcrowding in the city, which was rapidly expanding. The population of Manchester at the time was around 2.5 million, and this had increased from, a, from around 1.8 million in 1881. Much like today, the city was a hub of business in Victorian times as cotton mills and rows of terrace houses shot up around the region. Located on Fairfield Street in the city center, Mayfield Railway Station was used by services to residential suburbs in Manchester. It has been a hive of activity with workers traveling to and from different parts of the city for, month, for work or leisure. Looks like they probably walk through these tunnels right here to get to where they're going. Mm-hmm. I love old railway stations. Like going to look at the Science Museum mm-hmm. downtown, you see where it says, like, like on the different, like, um, Entrances, you can see where it says newspapers or used to say like restaurants, cigarettes, mm-hmm. where people would go and get to get their stuff back in like the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. However, it, came, it soon became redundant. When the London Road Station was rebuilt between 1958 and 1966, it was able to accommodate more passengers, which saw fewer people using Mayfield Railway Station, which eventually closed for good in 1986. However, it seems the station was never forgotten. About over the years, a number of ghostly stories emerged from the site. So creepy. These abandoned things right there. Mm, yeah. Imagine all the people, like, going to different places, you know, traveling. Mm. It is said that a number of deaths occurred at the station, which were attributed to building being haunted years later. There are reports of a night workman falling 50 feet to a tragic, tragic death when he opened a baggage hoist vaccine while removing heavy goods. There were also reports of two men taking their own lives at the station and their bodies being found. 
government. Jeez. Fred Jenkins. Fred Jenkins was a former was it was the one we went that story read about the the doll with a note saying they're <laughs> they were dancing and being married. You're too married for my taste. Yeah, so he killed him. <laughs> Fred Jenkins was we totally went off the went off the rails there. But Fred Jenkins was a former foreman <coughs> excuse me at Mayfield Railway Station and reported hearing strange noises after the event, including footsteps when nobody was around. Other stories from those who worked on the platform describe eerie feelings and the experience of a tingling sensation in the spine in the middle of the night when the station was empty. I mean, this looks creepy. Yeah. Hopefully. Any rusted open area is going to look creepy. Yeah, especially the way they're taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what photos, that's what photography is. It's about making things look creepy. Even creepier, it is said that door slamming and faint whispering has been heard around Mayfield Railway Station. Since its, since its closure in the 1980s, the station has become more derelict, adding to the, to the scary atmosphere that is present there. A number of redevelopment proposals have been discussed over the years, but, not, but so far none have started. Talks of reopening Mayfield as part of an expansion of May, Manchester Piccadilly, but nothing has ever materialized. It's also been suggested that the land could be used for commercial or residential property. The city is, continue, is continuing to grow as an alternative for young professionals to London and more and more space for homes and sizes needed. It seems that the site will eventually be used to create Manchester's first public park in more than 100 years, as well as offices, retail units, and bars and restaurants. There are also plans to create a 10,000-capacity 10, venue as part of the regeneration project. For all the future of Mayfield Railway Station may be bright, the site's haunted past is, has never been forgotten. Well, I mean, there are some things that happen. I guess hear voices and door slamming. I, mean, I don't know if I'd call that a sinister spirit. I've heard worse. Yeah. Like and if you're a door... If you're a door, then it was pretty much a sinister spirit. Yeah, yeah. A little traumatic, but, you know. But I'm on a door, <laughs> so. Let's see here. This one thing about these these websites is these links that pop up, these pop-up things. They have, like, 15 different pop-up ads. And it's like, can you just not? Trying to read a story Thank here. You. Like, maybe this should be, I don't know, <laughs> enjoyable. Which, one, you, which one do you want to read? Uh, that one. Girl in, a good, girl in the bathtub? Yes. It doesn't look like the person, it just looks like a head in the bathtub. <laughs> What it looks like. Let's see. An urban explorer has gone viral after offering a glimpse into a ghost town forgotten in time. Gabby, 24, from the U.S., <laughs> visited the eerie town with her partner, Sony, 25, keeping the exact location secret so people don't vandalize it. Fair. Totally fair. People would. It is believed the town was vacated after plans to build a dam nearby were 
nearby where put in place. Grammar check, please. believe that the town was vacant after preparing to build a dam nearby, like a dam, like a water dam, yeah. were put in place. We're put in place. That's not, that doesn't grammar. It has been. That doesn't grammar. Oh, well, maybe, I don't know. They're that's, English, so. That's why I'm confused. They should know grammar better than we do, they're English. English is not that different from, like, I don't know, British or whatever. Oh. Literally, all we did was take the U out. That's it. <laughs> um, And I in a bit just got flood damage and supplied clean water to the area. However, fears started to rise among residents as it was revealed that this that this would lead to a large lake forming and many houses would sink underwater. Soon people were evicted for their own safety, but the dam was never built, leaving the town isolated and in dismay. Imagine evicting your people but then never actually doing the reason you evicted them for. Yeah, like, what was about the point that. of all of this? Yeah. I'm homeless now. Like, thanks, I guess. Get back to my home? Nope, sorry. You can't go back. Thanks for nothing. One of Gabby's discoveries involved a home filled with posters of gunmen and targets, suggesting that the town had a visitor. The most shocking thing we found was that we made our way inside one of the abandoned homes. Gabby told me to know. We, we noticed multiple cardboard, cu- cardboard cutouts and the posters of gunmen were targets on them, which indicated that the police had been using the home for training. The many paintball markers were scattered across the floor, which had, which had marked up the walls throughout the home. It's somewhat common for vacant properties to be used as active shooter or hostage training, but this was the first time I'd ever stumbled across a setup like this. The condition of, of each home, in like little brackets, Yeah. Varied throughout the town, but the most of the buildings showed showed signs of decay. Man, I never would have thought an abandoned town. Man, that is shocking. I mean, I'm stunned. <laughs> I I cannot believe it would be decaying. Peeling paint in brackets could be seen in brackets on the exteriors, as well as dusty floors covered with debris. One of the homes easily had hundreds of dead laid that is sad dead ladybugs inside, and there were small amounts of graffiti throughout. What in the Minecraft-looking fire? I was surprised that most of these homes hadn't been torn down or damaged more, considering they had been abandoned for such a significant amount of time. Filmed the creepy surroundings and shared the video on TikTok with her 1.6 million... Hello? Hello? Maybe you need to contact Gabby on TikTok. I know, right? Hello? Okay. 1.6 million followers. In, in the clip, which has received 331,000 views and 35,000 likes, she offers a glimpse into the isolated town. She pans her camera around while the theme tune, I just messed that up, while the theme tune to The Walking Dead plays in the background. The clip cuts to the resting bullet ball. Bullet ball? To a resting bullet ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bullet ball. Um, to, the re- to the resting basketball hoop, an empty schoolhouse, and a number of vacant properties. 
all the properties in play in play areas are shown being slowly absorbed by the neighboring vegetation in the abandoned town. Man, I am struggling. <laughs> okay, but like, were you with someone else? I hope so, or else who is in the red house's window? One viewer commented. Another person added, it looks like it's from The Walking Dead. Like an evil movie location, someone else wrote. One person said, the basketball net has <laughs> or tetanus. Oh, listen, I cannot word. But either way, it's funny. Oh, shoot. Oh. Okay. I'm not used to the thing being in front of me like this. You struggle a tiny bit. Another viewer added, this looks so cool, but so scary. Gabby added, exploring this abandoned town felt quite eerie, almost as if we had made our way onto the Walking Dead set. Man, really? I never would have thought by the other context clues you gave. In fact, I said we're the Walking Dead. A shocker. Shocker. It felt so oddly silent, but also peaceful in a way. Man, silent? Wow. We didn't come across anyone else, with the exception of a few other explorers throughout the day. So you came into contact with somebody else. Uh, a few other explorers throughout the day as we scoped out what, ha- what had been left behind. It was tough not to feel sad for all the families who were displaced from this community, especially considering that it was all for nothing in the end, like I said. That happened, does happen, happen before people, when it was a bit of damn, they'd have to flood a, flood a town. There are a lot of towns like underneath different lakes around the country that are underwater, mm. especially like the early 1800s. This there's a little like article thing about like a man just for whatever reason setting himself on fire and making me think of this thing we saw in history of this guy who was like trying to like protest or whatever and he just sat himself on fire and just sat down to like protest something I forgot exactly what it was. Yeah, I would not set myself on fire to protest anything. And I'm like, why? And he was literally just sitting there like crisscross applesauce. Sitting there on fire, just living his best life. And I'm like, sir? Sir? Hello? I don't know. I mean, there's a mind over matter thing. But still, you're on fire. Literally, how are you? Like, man looks so calm. I kid you not. He's just sitting like crisscross applesauce, back straight up. Look at this. Man sets himself on fire on that simple tourist attraction as all look at take selfies. He's probably got this big thing in his mind about protesting something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. And these people are taking selfies. Like, I ain't taking seriously. It bothers me so much. Like, how are you going to sit here and not even bother to help this guy? Hello? I mean, he did it it himself, I guess. But still, in the conscious mind, you're going to want to, if you see someone on fire. I wonder if you get pissed off you throw water on him. I don't care. I would rather throw fire on him than watch this man char to death. I'm not one. I wouldn't sit there watching him. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Sure, I wouldn't be taking selfies. So I could take a picture exactly. and look back, Hello? scroll through your your oh, Instagram feed. Memory. Oh, here's the girl. Little, here's this person on fire. Like hearts and stuff. Oh, that's also what I. That's also when I was like, "What in the Minecraft looking fire?" She just like blurred out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe just a Minecraft. Pixelated. It made me think of Minecraft torches immediately. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, I, just, I don't know. I don't know what I would. 
This is, man, I don't know. I was just nothing else that myself on fire. Literally, I. That hurt. That would hurt so bad. God. I'm not going to explicitly explain it because I have like thought about how bad that would hurt before, but like. Mm, mm. I touched something hot. I'm like, oh my god. I get so scared to even take this out the oven. Yeah. Like, well, also I cannot handle heat remotely, but. Still, my point. It is one of those things where you just meditate and you get your mind and you, you can, like, you like stand up and you like, stand like, it. Like, cold or whatever. Yeah. But still. You can, it's it's still going to burn. You're still going to die. Your blood is literally boiling with inside you. I would be screaming. Hello? Like, mm. Yeah, <sighs> no. Sorry. I'm not setting myself on fire anytime soon. Yeah, no, no thanks. <laughs> This is interesting. I think I'll skip that trend. Ooh. So in case you want to move, you want to move, um, and you want to move to a move to a uh, or want to move to North North Yorkshire, and uh, I always get confused. Like, is it Britain? Is it England? Is the United Kingdom? What what do you call it? I don't fucking know. It's just one of those. I'll say England. Oh no, UK. UK. Okay. My friend says it made me. All right, the UK. Apparently, there's a house you can move into. The most witchy house on right move. If it's called wrong move, we want to. We want to. It's the right move to move there. I see. I consider it. Just so, just so your mom need to move to England. I'm going to free cat if he moves into his house. You had me at free cat. Not going to lie, had me at free cat. And everything for a fairy tale life. Whatever that means. That means I get the dream closet? Yeah, sign me up. Let's go. Pack come up. with a cauldron and everything, a broomstick. A property dubbed the most witchy house in, on right move comes with free cat and everything needed for a fairy tale life, which is, a, which is what I just read on the first the title of the uh, article. Let's pack it up, people. We got places to be. Let's do this. The three-bedroom cottage has come on the market for 595 pounds, oh. and its quaint Victorian Gothic-style house boasts with teak fascia, fascia boards and rosemary tiles. So there's that. It also boasts a large garden with a pigsty and room for children's chickens. Sorry, I said children. <laughs> and room for chickens, too. But it's definitely spooked some viewers out. I mean, it just looks scary. It just looks like it. That looks like it would be haunted. But it's in England or the UK, so it probably is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, chances are, if it's a house built in the UK, it's going to be haunted. It doesn't mean how old. It doesn't matter how old it is. Uh, do, 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 do. The, the Victorian property has its own study kitchen dining room, and lounge on the ground floor, which is said to be oozing with period charm. What is that? That's pounds. So that the house is 595,000 pounds. So in English dollars, that is 749,988.57. So in real money, it's 75. Not, not the crazy monopoly money they use over in the UK. Yeah, no, 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 no. American money. Because <laughs> That eagle sweet taste and freedom money. That's right. The only man that really counts. <laughs> as well as the three bedrooms on the second floor, there are also two additional ones in the converted loft. 
we can have some friends over. <laughs> Let's go. But the added bonus is that the Moggy, who currently lives there, wants to stay at the home in Little Beck near Whitney, North York. I guess the Moggy is a cat. Yes. The house on the market is on the house on, is on the market with estate agents Jackson Property Service and advertised by Right News. The property listing reads: The property could also could come with a cat, as a residing would like to stay if possible. Yes, please. We're not evicting the cat. Look at this bed. It looks so comfortable. Oh. It looks like a giant pillow. It quite literally. That does. blanket looks really comfortable right there. Jump on that thing. One house owner called Sally said called Sally, not, not called Sally. One house toner called Sally. I wish we should call her Sally. This house, house, the last paragraph in particular, is possibly the most witchy house I've ever seen on right News. I love it. The spite is an added bonus. The spite. Is that the cat? Who knows at this point. What is that, some weird British name for cats? Imagine. God. Talk English. English? They'll never. Another called Ben, I shall call him Ben, said, I love this. The full listing reads, in the Victorian Gothic style, this is detached property. Boasts the original teak fascia board. Rosemary, did I, did I just read this? Yeah, I just read this part. But it's, it's all, the way up, all the way up here. Right, I'm going to get confused. Yeah. Rosemary tiles and the original windows. All right, let's repeat. Set in the manageable gardens, but with extra land to the side, there are a variety of outfittings for garaging. Garaging. <laughs> so garage is all, is all verb. Storage. I, I guess the garaging was what was parking your car in the garage. Go out there and garage the go out there and garage the car, please. Storage, chickens, and an old pig side, which can be converted. Okay. They're they're just trying to take up <coughs> room here on the article because <laughs> I'm reading this shit twice. Unless I'm, unless I'm going to like some kind of like weird like time warp or something. They're just trying to make it longer. On the ground floor, there's a good-sized kitchen, a large standing room, and a room which can be used as a study or additional reception. Upstairs, there are three bedrooms on the first floor and two in the attic, which are access occasional staircase. Oh, you know, the occasional yeah, the staircase, swirly side, or just Ball. Figure it out. Yeah, it was, it, the, the, the staircase appears on occasion. You know, hopefully, if you're walking, it's the moving stairs of Harry Potter. You get what you get. Yeah, exactly. If you want to, if you're in a walking, hopefully there are stairs there. You know, <laughs> better hope. Exactly. <laughs> Go check. Make, make, make sure the check is. Make sure the stairs are still there. <laughs> the house is oozing with period charm and is incredibly individual. It is located close to a protected nature reserve, so there is wildlife in abundance, including bats, to add to the, the, the atmospheric feel. I'm struggling here, guys. You're, you're trying. Reading sentences three or four times. For anyone in need of a new familiar, the property also could come with a cat, as the residing one would like to stay if possible. So it's been called a moggy, a spite. Now a cat. Don't do all of it, really. Honestly, they're they're just they're just. I'm trying. thinking that maybe Moggy or Spite is something else. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard of a cat being called a Moggy before. Who knows, honestly? Who That's why I need Helena on here to really? tell us what Only these weird words mean. 
everything for a new fairy tale lifestyle. Fairy tale lifestyle. I mean, this is a house with a cat. I'm house with a fairy tale lifestyle. Where's the, you know, where the talking mice and shit? The cat is the Cinderella. Yeah. The birds that come in and help you fold laundry. The mayor told earlier this month how a paranormal investigator discovered a creepy discovered creepy remains in lost pastor's house with an extra secret with an airy secret. Well, that escalated. Discovered creepy remains. Like human remains? I mean how are they not how if you find human remains anywhere, it's gonna be creepy. Literally. Hello? We found these lovely remains in the <laughs> We found these, these delectable these, these delightful remains in the uh, mm, like pastor's house. In the lost pastor's house. Where the where the pastor go? Uh, is the house lost or is the pastor lost? Uh, the house in New Brunswick, Canada has been. Well, what the hell? Why, now we're in Canada. The house in New Brunswick, Canada, has been abandoned for the past 10, 15 years and has some questionable items has some questionable items items inside. Uh, this is. I'm probably just went to another article, but look, doesn't even like doesn't even like go, doesn't even like. There's no room. There's no like space or anything. This goes into this one. Maybe this. All right, let's keep reading. And one's image inside the decaying inside the well, a decaying house. Now we're going from a fairy tale lifestyle with the cat to a decaying house in Canada. And one image inside the decaying house, once owned by a former man of God, you're able to see a closet with an airy cross made in blood on the white wood in the white wood panel. I wonder if they show the. No, wait. Look, it's the same house. This property comes as space for livestock and even has a free cat. Why is it? I wasn't. What in the Life Willy Wonka, Mary Poppins? <laughs> Guys, I don't know what the hell's going on. I mean, I'm. I'm well, Unless we're all communally just like having a delusion. I, I yeah, do not. I think that might be what it is. We're all, we're all just having some kind of weird hallucination. So, anyways, you can either you can get it. You can move, move into a house that's either in Britain or Canada. So we can't figure out where it's from. And it's either literally decaying or the fairy tale cottage of your dream. So. It's, a, it's definitely a gamble because you don't know what you're going to get. You can you, figure it out once you, you buy it. Money to, up front. You should be going to the wrong country because – It's money up front. You, you can you tell me where the house is? Fuck, I have no idea. So it's in Canada, <laughs> in Canada or it's in the U.K. You'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. You'll find it. Either, it's either it's a nice house with a nice bed or – it's abandoned with, with a cross made of blood on the on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'll take it. Thank you. It's a gamble. It is a gamble. Let's see here. Some of the historic figures who were actually photographed. Well, there are a lot of historic figures who were photographed. Man, historic figures being photographed? I never would have thought. 
I guess they mean like super old people. Historical figures. Don't look at them in history. No, Uh, never. Can never be me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see here. Well, that's waiting to go back. Let's see. The most witchy house. Or Canada. We'll go back to the beginning here. All right. Which one do you want to do next? Hmm. Real life Scooby Doo. Got some work for you now. Go for it. Real life Scooby Doo left shaking by haunted <laughs> butchers on Mystery Machine trip. A couple had a real-life Scooby-Doo moment when their beloved pooch went mental near an old butcher shop that's said to be haunted. Mark Mountford and partner Katie Moran from Rural, I guess, had been on holiday in their own haunt, in their own mystery machine camp camper van when they passed the building in. Logolin Wales. Yeah. Just then, Cooper, the couple, the couple's twelve stone mattress, freaked out, almost dragging Mark under a bus. Well then, good Jeez. heavens! The incident was witnessed by several people in the town, some of whom ran ran over to offer help. Man, it would be really depressing if people just stood there and watched. Yeah, that's like the people taking selfies and literally. The, uh, hello. Turkey. I always find it so weird on, like, in, like, those TikTok videos, people, like, filming bad situations. Like, why is no one helping this person? I Hello? Know. Everything is, like, oh, why girls getting beat up in the subway. Oh, let's, let's film it. Like, why is no one, not a single person bothering to help? Hello? What about going viral? Literally. Like, maybe think about someone other than yourself. <laughs> a shocker. Um, anyway. As soon as he reached the shop, he went wild, said Mark, a historical engineer who works for Big Heritage in Chester. He was un- uncontrollable. I was so close to going under a coach. I think coach, I think, like, like I'm pretty sure mean, buggy. Yeah. That's a bus. Yeah. Generally, in England, there's a legit thing called the lemon bus, and it's literally a bus shaped like a lemon. It's Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile over here, so... We just got all the weird things. Yeah. We really do. We had to get him across the road to come down, but he was still shaking. He wasn't making a noise, but his tail was between his legs, and he was clearly in distress. When Mark shared the story on social media, he was in in Dutch, inundated? Inundated. Inundated. With possible explanations. Some people suggest the dogs were able to sense death. Others can pin the blame on these supernatural causes. The other, the couple had traveled to the Denbyshire, I don't know, 
town for for a two-day break in a camper van. They have named the Mystery Machine from the Adventures of Great Dane Scooby-Doo. Hello? Why? Great Dane Scooby-Doo. Okay. That should be the new name of the of the new show. Yeah. The, the Adventures of the Great Dane Scooby-Doo. The next new yeah, remake that exactly. they would make of this show. And the Great Dane Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah. I can I can't be the only person who only likes the like the like first Scooby Doo. Like the 1960s. Yeah. yeah. So my mom had the discs them in the van. Like, yeah. I, I, I like those. Those are, those are the best ones. Th- those are the only ones I like. I can't watch the new ones. Well, I'm not a big fan of much new Scooby Doo. Um, I like the old voices better. I and it's really recent, but I just like the old animation better too. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh. It was their fourth visit to Logolin, I don't know, since acquiring Cooper as a pup. And each time they have witnessed the same strange behavior. Why do you keep taking him there then? Like maybe if he goes, yeah. if he gets uncontrollable every time you've ever passed an area, you would stop going by there with him. You would think they would be like, you know what? You would think, yeah, you, you would think you would have a little bit of like. Avoid the butcher shop. Yeah. A, a little voice in your head going, maybe we could prevent this. Uh, let's see. He always freaks out by the same shop, said Mark. When he was younger, he was easier to control, but now he's fully grown. Different man. Really? Never would have thought. This was the first time he's dragged me into the street. When a 12-stone mattress starts pulling, it's almost impossible to stop them. Can we maybe not paint dogs into like demonic light, because it is not going well for a lot of the aggressive air quotes breeds. Anyway, this behavior is totally out of character. He's a lovely dog, and we've been and we've been past past plenty of other butcher shops with no problems, especially if we pop in for a bone. But there's something about this particular place, the shop on Castle Street, sixth street name was run by much, much-loved butcher Gwen Davies until his retirement last year. Since then, has remained unoccupied. In common with many traditional butcher shops, it once had been a slaughterhouse at the back, and some suspect Cooper since the animal's death. Old photos of low gallon show carcasses hanging outside the shop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cow carcasses, probably. Yeah, stuff like no, that. thank you. No, thank you. Mm, no, no. Row upon row of sheep, cow, and chickens before Gwen had it, said one person on Facebook. Another said, Facebook. <laughs> the smell of blood might it, <laughs> maybe it lingers. A third comment was, he, Cooper, feels like he is walking past the graveyard with all the dead meat in there. He walks past other butcher shops, so... Maybe. Maybe. If you just actually read the post, you would understand that. It's so funny how people are like, if I take everything out of context, it means I'm right. Like, sir? Hello? Hello? The post literally said he hasn't, he doesn't act like this before. And he walks by other butcher shops. Literally, so. like hello. What are the what are they other what are they butchering over in the other butcher shops? Mm. Not plants. Literally. It's Carta Garden. <laughs> <sighs> this argument was torpedoed. Torpedoed 
that that cube was looking like an F, and I was real confused. Torpedoes. Yeah. <laughs> By others who pointed out that dogs are carnivores whose ancestors herded and killed animals for food. Fair enough, honestly. Yet Cooper isn't alone. Some dog owners recounted how their pets wouldn't pass other butcher shops in the town. Yeah. A Rexham. Rexham woman said her old collie would refuse to go past a butcher's in Barmouth, Greenwich. Greenwich? Greenwich, Greenwich. Yeah. yeah. My dog was the same, said another. He nearly ran to the road. He was shaking and cowed. cowed? Okay. He wouldn't move and had to cross over. Oh, I'm sorry, that implies not. The, the debate turned to the supernatural when a former employee at Gwen Davies Butcher Shop recalled tales of the cellar in an upstairs flat being haunted, a claim apparently backed by a local historian. In fact, there is a documented ghost story linked to the business as Mark and Katie were to discover in a strange twist of fate. A long article. Oh. I mean, at least it's not randomly skipping around like oh, you no, were. Right. Like different countries, middle of the article. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, very two different vibes. Two different houses. Literally. Among those rushing out to see Cooper's commotion was a town librarian who vaguely remembers the shop's ghostly past. By chance, the couple met her the next day in, in nearby Trevor, and she promised to dig up the book containing the story. In Tales of Logolin, past and present, Arthur Trevor... Logolin sounds like a town in the Lord of the Rings. It's, no, it wouldn't sound like it's some, like, random, like, like town and, like, a fantasy book map that yeah. never actually gets touched on. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. But it's in the map. Yeah. <laughs> the Shire of Logolin, or the, the, never, the Lake of Logolin. I've never seen it, so... Oh, we should watch it. It's a good movie. Actually, all three of them are good. <laughs> if you like fantasy stuff. Mm. Uh, Arthur Trevor Roberts recounted how at 5 a.m. on an April morning in 1929, the shop's then butcher, Howell Edwards, was walking to work and <laughs> needed for the slaughtering of livestock in the abattoir at the back of the building. In the moonlight, he recognized John Robert Lewis, the owner of a fishing tackle shop, said to have said to have been the first angler to have river D in a cork coracle? I don't even know. It's just some kind of boat. Probably. On arriving at his shop, the butcher learned the grim news Mr. Lewis had died the previous afternoon. Well then, go heavens. Yet the butcher never Aired. Aired. Okay. That's a weird way to tell it. his story, I guess it means. Yeah, from his story. Saying he'd seen the late angler just outside his shop. If not the ghost of John Robert Lewis, Cooper may have been spooked by something more prosaic. 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 One person pinned the blame on echoes emanating from, from a covered alleyway next to the shop. The can the canal Canal. Canal. I, that's sad. I was messing that up. That, that's just sad. <laughs> it's, okay, that's a long article. Bridge filled my brother's old lab with apprehension, he explained. Another person concurred. I had a dog that freaked out in a particular room in our house, they said. Was it a ghost? No. 
turned out it was a noisy central heating pipe. One poster told Mark and Katie, you need to call the ghost bus, ghost butchers. (laughs) Okay. Need to call the ghost butchers. In fact, they don't, they don't, as the mystery machine is already on the case. It really is just like real life, real life Scooby-Doo thing, said Mark. When you read that, my was it my brother's old lab? I wasn't taking dog. I was taking laboratory. I just... <laughs> oh, what's that? That was funny. Well, that's just that's the end. So that's it. Well, guys, we got ten minutes left, and I don't know if I could uh, read another article. My... How long you <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? So I hope you I hope you enjoyed these um these stories. I always enjoy doing these shows. Um nice if you wanted to move to England, there's a house that may be on sale. So I'm not sure if it's real or not. Or if it's in Canada or not. Where it is and what it looks like, who really knows in complete honesty. You'll figure it out once you get there. So next week on the show we've got uh Karen Kerper. Um a keeper, Kerper. One of those two. Um so yeah. I'll be good to go by next week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, thank you, Kimmy, for coming on and helping me out with the show tonight. I appreciate it. And uh we'll talk to you soon. Next week, I think we can also Oh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we we postponed Angel May's show to Sunday, so we'll be back here Sunday night, 9 o'clock, with Angel May, finally talking about crystals and stones. So the plan is to do it to Sunday, and hopefully nothing will happen that to change that. But we'll okay. see you Sunday night, 9 o'clock, right after the Orion Effect um, on the Rift Radio Network. So this is Howie's show from 7 to 9, and then pick us up after that. So. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Bye.